Your kids' backpacks have been bought and their new pencils have been sharpened. I know their new shoes have likely been tied a time or two and their lunchbox has probably already been packed, sent, rinsed, and repeated, or at least you're getting ready and planning for all the food that will soon fill those little boxes. Now I want you to circle back because beyond looking at not only what your child will need when they're at school, I want you to look at how your home needs to be set up during the school year. That's why in today's episode, we're going to go over five simple action steps that you can take to reset your pantry for back to school. This is going to take that area of the house that likely is not getting a first day of school photo and turn it into a space that is going to work like a well-oiled machine as the school weeks go on and on and on. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. So if you've been watching my Instagram stories, you know that over the last week we have celebrated my son's fifth birthday and it's been really, really sweet. But with that has also come my parents being in town. And, you know, when I was thinking about this episode and some of the content that I had planned for the upcoming weeks about just getting our homes reset for back to school and specifically our kitchens reset. I was thinking about how in my son's room, we have had a basketball hoop in the box since Christmas. It's a gift that my brother had given my son and it just didn't feel like it was my wheelhouse to put this basketball or this basketball hoop together and how it had just kind of been this open box that this is gift that my son had opened, but hadn't yet been assembled just kind of floating about his room. And quite honestly, it was just kind of one of those micro anxieties that moved around, but I hadn't taken care of. And so I had his box on his dresser and I had asked my stepdad if he could help me assemble it and put it up. And when we did, it took maybe 20, 30 minutes. And honestly, not even because my stepdad was helping. Well, that's the way that most house projects go. They're much simpler when he helps because he's very handy and I am not. The reality is I just needed to sit down and do it. I could have done this in January, February, March, April, May, June, July, and now the end of August, I was finally getting to putting up this basketball hoop that actually required no tools to assemble and no real skill to set up. And yet I'd just been procrastinating it thinking I'll either do it later or maybe I need some help or whatever it may have been. And so as we get into today's episode and really the upcoming few episodes, I want to encourage you to take these five steps because five steps seems like it's a lot. And yet you're going to see very quickly how they compound on the other, because really what we just need to do is to get the item out of the box and get started. And so as we look at back to school being a natural reset for families, back to new rhythms and routines, 
It's also a natural reset for your family to set up your kitchen in a really functional way so that the school year goes as well as possible. So with that little story and life example in mind, we're going to jump right in to how to get ready for your back to school reset, starting specifically in today's episode with your pantry. Your first step is probably the easiest, and yet it is the one that we can procrastinate the longest. And that is get the item out of the box. As I mentioned with this basketball hoop example, it had just been sitting in the box. And had I just taken it out of the box and looked to see how simple it really was to do something with, it would have been no longer a micro anxiety. It would have been overdone with, and it would have been my catalyst to just complete the task. So when you look in your pantry and you see all these little boxes and some of them, let's all be honest, are probably empty and have had snacks in them that someone has emptied out and not moved over to the recycle or whatever it may be. I want the first step you to take when it comes to your back to school reset in the pantry to be get items out of them. Now, the next obvious question is going to be, well, what do I do with all these loose items? If it's individually packaged snacks, if it's, you know, a bag of crackers, whatever it might be that you're removing from the box, first and foremost, you're going to realize very quickly how much of it do you have left. You're going to realize very quickly, did someone empty the box and leave it there? And then when you went to reach for another one and put it in your kid's lunchbox or snack, you realized you were out. You're going to very quickly see how much of it it is. But the second step that I really want you to hone in on after getting it out of the box is making it functional. Similar to the basketball hoop, which is in several different pieces with the screws one place, the backboard another, the net the other, the hoop, all the different things. Just taking it out of the box was the step that I procrastinated for over eight months. But making it functional was really rather simple once I got it out of the box. And so what I want you to think about when it comes to resetting your pantry is once you've gotten some of the items out of the box and you're actually looking at what you have on hand and looking at what you have to work with, think of how you can make it most functional for your family. This is likely going to require you to take out some of the pieces and figure out how they all go together. Very similar to the, with the basketball hoop, I had to see what I was working with and how it all fit together. How did I put this together? Surprisingly, the net took my, my stepdad and I significantly longer. And yet, as I was working through all these steps, I realized I actually didn't really need his help as much as I just needed him to help me follow through. And I needed him to help me get it out of the box and make it functional. And that added accountability. And that's really what I hope today's episode offers you that as you're listening, maybe, maybe you're puttering around the house, taking care of projects, especially if your kids are at school right now, or you just have a little pocket of time that your kids are maybe playing peacefully, walk yourself in the pantry, get the items out of the box, and then begin to look at how can you make this functional? This doesn't have to be an allocated multi-hour process. This is simply taking the first step to get your pantry set. And this really gets us into the third thing that you need to do and some of the next points that I'm going to make. But the third thing is you have to figure out where you're going to put these things. Once you've taken them out of the box and you now have items everywhere, 
you need to do something with it. As I needed to assemble the parts of the hoop in order to make it functional, well, then the natural next step was figuring out where the hoop should go. Now, this isn't going to be a deep dive into how to do this, but rather I want you to consider your space. Do you have a cabinet pantry? Do you have a wall pantry? Do you have a walk-in pantry? What kind of space are we talking about? And how can you make that functional for your family? Do not go on Pinterest. Do not go scrolling Instagram. Do not get stuck in the ideals of what you wish you had or what you would rather use or whatever it might be. No, use what is in your box that fits within your home. Because just as I thought my son's basketball hoop would go one place, and then I realized very quickly that was just not functional in his room and we had to switch things around, you need to look at your space and see how can you make this functional. Is this that you hang a shoe rack on the back of a door and you tuck little snacks in each shoe holder so you already have preset snack ideas ready to grab and go? Is it that you have a bin of school approved snacks, whether that be because you're at a net free school or because there's just certain choices you want your kids to gravitate towards when it comes to getting their school snack that you just have in an easy to access bin available in the drawer, the cupboard, the pantry door, wherever it might be for your home. Think through what will make this most functional. What will make this pantry space most functional for your family? For some families, like a client I recently have been doing a pantry reset with, we're looking at how can we make this as independent and autonomous as possible for her older age kids? And how can we make this pantry functional from a lunch packing perspective, but also from a packing a school snack perspective and for an afternoon and after school snack perspective? So that's obviously a little bit more elevated of a take. But I want you to be considering through the different dynamics of what your family needs, what your daily demands are, and what your home setup is so that you can take that step to make the packaging and the products in your pantry as functional as possible. The fourth step I want you to take for this pantry reset is to take the shop. Because just as I can get the item out of the box and make it functional and put it in a place for my son to use it. The basketball hoop does nothing if he never plays with it and if he never even takes the shot. And I was thinking about how when my husband and I were playing pool basketball at my brother-in-law's birthday this summer, I only wanted to play defense. I did not want to shoot the ball out of fear for how badly I might miss it, especially while like treading water in the pool. So I didn't even want to take the shot. I was like, I'll just play defense. No need to play offense. And when I was preparing for this episode, I was thinking of how, how often as moms, we do the same. We just play defense. When we go back to school, we just see, I don't know, did my kid eat it? Did they not? We, you know, just do trial and error to kind of see, well, what happened rather than ever taking the shot. And so as you do this reset, I want you to be thinking about just take the shot you may miss. It may be a wild air ball where you realize whatever you accomplished in the first three steps didn't actually work as you planned. But the way that you get closer to setting up a functional feeding environment for your family is by doing. And so you have to do these first three steps and you have to be willing to take a shot and miss in order 
to get closer to taking the shot that is going to sink it. And you're going to feel like, yes, this just works. This flows. It's functional. It makes my life easier. It's efficient for the kids. It's effective for getting them the fuel they need. And everything feels right. But that's not where we start. That is our goal of where we're getting. And in order to get there, you have to take the first shot. And that really goes into what you could probably guess is the fifth and final thing I want you to do as you work through this pantry reset. If you've been working through these steps as I've been talking, well done. Way to go taking those first steps, getting items out of the box, making it functional, finding a place where you can put it and actually use it and taking that first shot. What you now have to focus your attention on is how practice is going to make perfect. Because just as I definitely don't expect my son's going to sink his first shot into this basketball hoop that I just put up, as moms, we definitely aren't going to as well. This is going to take practice and it's going to take so much adaptability. I know my own pantry of the years, our approaches to this and the systems and strategies that, that have worked best for us over the different ages and stages my kids have been has looked different, but we still have to do something to see for the season that we're in. What's the most functional, the most efficient, what becomes the most effortless approach we can take to accomplishing our feeding goals as a family. And so I want you to see that as you step into this new school year, how can you get started, but also find a way to keep going and build enough routine and repetition in that your practice is going to make perfect. You're going to get in a better flow where things don't feel disorganized and dysfunctional and stressful for everyone, but instead where you see, you know what, I'm getting closer. My shots are at least hitting the backboard. Now maybe it bounced off the rim, but I can tell we're getting closer. And so that you start actually making the shot. You start actually feeling things click. You start seeing the connections of the efforts you're putting in with the outcomes you're getting out of it. And so I want you to, if you didn't take any of these steps while listening today, maybe you're on the road or on a walk or wherever you might be, I want to encourage you to not procrastinate because whether your kids have already started school or about to, these first five steps, or really I should say the first four steps, take just a matter of minutes. It's that procrastination and that micro-anxiety that procrastination causes that often makes us wait eight months to do the thing that we actually could have tackled in like 20 minutes. That was my experience with this basketball hoop, and I hope it parallels well with you and for your family as you look at your kitchen and specifically with this week's episode, your pantry, so that you can see how can we begin to, number one, get items out of the box, see what we're working with. Number two, how can we make this functional for our family? Number three, where can we put these items so that we will actually be able to use them and use them easily? Number four, take the shot. Even if you shoot and miss, begin teaching yourself and training your kids how to take the shot and learn by doing. And number four, get the team on board. Make this a team effort and recognize how practice is going to make perfect. But we have to have that set up in place so that we can begin to see a winning record with how we look at feeding our kids specifically in the hustle and bustle of back to school. 
Now, if this is something that you feel like you need a little hand holding for, as I mentioned, I waited eight months and eventually asked my stepdad to help me. So I felt a little less intimidated by this project of the basketball hoop myself. If that's where you feel you're at with your pantry and specifically your kitchen as a whole, I want you to reach out. Go to veggiesandvirtue.com slash work with me. You can sign up for a free call and we can chat through the dynamics of how we set up a family feeding environment reset for your family in your space with the items that you already have on hand. I want to help you take action. I want to give you that support that I know I needed from my stepdad and offer you the accountability and the specific action steps to your family and your home and your needs so that this school year can go as smoothly and as stress-free as possible. So go to veggiesandvirtue.com slash work with me to sign up for a spot for us to get started.